Welcome in. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. We are a Woos Media Podcast brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. It is Tuesday, July. I almost said June. It's July, boys. Goes quick, July doesn't it? July 12th. Goes quick. And uh, getting a little early afternoon show in here. I'm kind of digging the vibes here, you know? A little, little a lot more energy. energy. Yeah. yeah. We're not so drained. We all cut out of work a little early. Uh, but, guys, we had a hard 345 start time. What time is it? It's 353. Hey, that's good for us. Uh, that's a holes camp 340. See, this is the problem. We're expect accepting mediocrity. It's true. Okay? We can't. Yes. So from now on, I'm going to start finding you guys if well, you show up late. Okay? Well, we're Rockies. We're Rockies fans, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so we're good. Yeah. See, that's the problem with Rockies games, though. Half the time, you end up missing all the action if you yes. miss the first inning. Yes. So it's, it's, it, it, it kills you sometimes. Hey, Jared. Well, I am Jared All. That is Nick Sopris that I'm chatting with here behind the ones and twos. And Connor Holzkamp on my left wearing that Stanley Cup champ shirt. Stanley Cup, I still baby. haven't bought mine yet. All I, the I gear is flowing that. in. Uh, I yeah. got to get on that. It's finally starting to show up. I know they have some nice ones. I like it. I just, what I can't find and why I haven't gotten it, I want one that shows all three. Oh, but I can't find it. Yeah, what, I'm not a, I'm not a shirt guy. I like to buy the hats and I, I actually thought the, uh, the hats can be a little like disgusting. I thought that the Broncos Super Bowl 51, it was like all wannabe futuristic, kind of gross. I, I like this one. They're, they're soft. Yeah, I, I think so too. It fits. It's it's a nice uh, yeah. nice look. You can too. wear it. You can go outside with it. You can't wear that Broncos Super Bowl Fifty hat anywhere other than Denver. Well, so. that's that is a little bit of a problem with the Broncos coming. Yeah, so too true. So, uh, well, I hope everyone out there enjoyed the the fourth. It's been a little bit of time since we've been in the studio here. Uh, how about you guys? Did you guys actually tune into the uh, the hot dog eating contest? After all of our talk about the over unders, the favorites, things like that, the only clip I saw was Joey Chestnut single-handedly try to snap a man's neck, but I did not watch. <laughs> he wanted to do harm <laughs> to that man. He was not happy about that guy getting in his way. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the the weird thing, you, you see all these protesters. Like, it, is it just me or is it this, like, influx of protesters have just kind of... Ever since that lady glued her hands to the floor in the NBA... Uh, uh, playoffs. Yeah, I seems like I'm they're blaming, just coming everywhere. Right? I'm blaming social media. Just, did just, you see the girl that uh, that was she either zip tied or handcuffed herself to the net in a tennis match? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Anyways, I feel like all these people that do this, like they are not getting their point across. Like they are inefficient at what they're trying to do because all I see is some guy get choked out by Joey Chestnut. Like, <laughs> you know what I really want to see? What <laughs> I really want to see winner is Joey Chestnut. with a weird mask on. <laughs> a really well collaborated effort to get like a bunch of pigs or chickens or something like that to storm the court in a game. Oh, yeah. That's how you and I mean, this is how that you is not a call to action. Just uh, FYI. Just a suggestion just, you know, for anyone no, who was just wondering if it. it were to happen, we would comment on it. You know, that's all. Uh, I actually watched the hot dog eating contest for the very first time in my entire life. And I can say I was thoroughly disgusted. Oh, yeah. yeah thoroughly disgusted. I watched it with Marley, uh, my, my daughter. I watched it with my daughter. I had her, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like jazzing her up for it. Like, hey, this is American hot dog eating contest. Let's go. She's like, well, how come I've never heard about this before? I don't know. Get down here. Let's let's watch. You're grounded. And she seriously was like, ew, just like like covering her face. She had to leave like halfway through. It's like a horror movie. It's, I, they, they shouldn't. It makes it more disgusting, disgusting that they dip it in water. So I like, just, just for fun, obviously over the weekend, I had my fair share of hot 
hot dogs too. I didn't eat sixty five, but I had. Is that few. how many he ate? I think that was the the number he, so. he got yeah. somewhere around That's there. Disgusting. Uh, way under, by the way. Way the, under the, uh, the over under. So kudos to Tyler Walgie. Throw out some good bets there. That was <laughs> that was one I hit on. Of course, you got to go with Tyler when he when he throws out a bet. But I decided just for fun. I'm like, I'm curious. I'm going to dip a bun in some water oh. and take. No, oh. it was the worst. I couldn't even Why? swallow it. Why? I could, I'm like, how do you even? Digest Why? it, get it down. I I wanted to. It becomes water. No, I like uh, I like the. You see Joey Chestnut's strategy. Did anyone pay attention to his strategy? Because it was a little different he, than two, everyone else's. He's strategy. a two. He's a two dog dunker. Yeah. It was, so he goes. He goes two dogs. No dunking. Just two dogs. Uh, of in the mouth. Then he dunks the two buns and shoves them in like a garbage disposal. That's absolutely and disgusting. Down the gullet it goes. Uh, so, you, you know, you're watching the, the counters and his just keep going up by two. There was a couple other people that, that did two dogs at a time, but they did like, I, I noticed there was one guy that did two dogs and then he went one bun, one bun. You know what I mean? Oh, see, amateur. Uh, amateur. Well, and it took him, you know, twice as long to get down two dogs. Yeah. Did, did, uh, Walgie's, goat. did Walgie's second place guy win I, I no well no because joey chestnut still won i thought well i thought Walgie no, said that, going for a number two, he oh was, uh, yeah you know what? i don't know i didn't, <laughs> I didn't bet on that one i i should have i should have done the homework on took that. the under I, on I the not. dogs though I, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm curious to see if that uh over under hit we go we gotta maybe ask tyler on yeah on we'll, we'll, we'll follow we'll, we'll find him we will <laughs> yeah. we will report back to the, At the end of the day we one. can all agree eating 65 hot dogs is gross it's, it it's disgusting it's too much it was disgusting and i like how the announcers were uh, uh they were you know joey chestnut is is down he's not eating as many hot dogs he's full. it's because his leg yeah that, leg. <laughs> i'm just like uh so you're telling me that this guy wearing a brace on his whatever ankle knee is causing him to uh gullet less hot dogs i don't know yeah, it's Some keeping glizzies. him compressed it's keeping him compressed i know but you know what's interesting is i i uh was listening to the announcers and following some of it a little bit they were everybody the entire field in women's and men's was down this year um and they didn't have it last year did they yeah i think they did they did i'm pretty sure they did. oh I'm not sure maybe they did uh but yeah i don't know i i they were down this year uh the entire and i thought you know what i thought i don't think they did have it but i could be completely wrong on that i am no okay MLE we're making expert. notes to follow up with tyler walgy mm. the expert on uh but they were all down this year everyone contest. across the board so I, th I have a feeling the unders were hitting like fire so vegas is not happy about that yeah, we one. hope you made some money out there listeners all right well hoping everyone out there had a great holiday weekend uh we got an all-star themed show for you today obviously the mlb all-star game coming up this uh i guess Yes, the all-star game itself is a week from today the best all -Star uh game. is it the best all-star game yeah the game itself uh the, yeah. uh, the weekend the it's experience not. yeah the it's, weekend it's very it's very monotonous it's the same thing every year it's yeah the only same. argument is nhl that's the only argument yeah you nhl has make. good experience and as a fan going to an nhl all-star experience that is so much fun uh baseball i mean I don't know. You got the home run derby. Dude, nothing beats the home run derby. And that's great. It's you're the right. same home run derby. You're right. Year. But yeah, it, but it actually it. has gotten worse and worse. Correct. And you're sure. not getting the same caliber. It's just like the dunk contest. You're not getting the same caliber of, of hitters in it. So I do think it does take away from it a little bit. And the all-star game itself, it's not bad. I think, is probably the best of all of them. Yeah. Uh, I do like hockey's changed it up a little bit over the last couple of years, uh, getting creative. But I, I think it'd be cool. Okay, so we had this little conversation last year about All-Star Games uh, on this show. And I've had some time to reflect and think about it. 
Uh, and so my point last year was like, hey, the baseball all-star game, it's the closest to the real game. And Tyler Walji was a guest on our show. And he was like, what are you talking about? Is that why you watch an all-star game? You want to watch these people compete, right? Uh, you want to watch like what makes them special, right? And I get it from a baseball-minded person. Like That includes great pitching, right? I get it. But it would be cool if they, if they made a little twist on the MLB all-star game and made it like, oh, I don't know. They start with a one-on-one count or like... Uh, you know, uh, give them, I don't know, a walk means you get like, I don't know, two. I, I, I just, I wonder if there's a way that they can not. adjust <clears throat> there's to not. make more offense because it would be cool to see more there's bombs not. in an all star game. See, I, I, I actually Flame. disagree with that because I think you, what you want is a competitive game. Now, you don't want a one nothing all star game, but I don't think you, I, I think people are very much entertained by a three or four, you know, four to three game, something like that. I think it is more. Uh, as long as it's a competitive back and the only thing game. that is that is interesting about the MLB is that they do whoever whoever wins the game gets the uh, home field advantage for the World, the World Series. Series. Not, not anymore, not anymore. I don't think. Right? When did they take that off? Oh, that was uh, a few years back. Oh, perfect. I See? believe, yeah, yeah. So it's and the I same. liked that, but so I was it's definitely the exact no one else well, liked that. I, you're right because there was that one year back. This would have been probably 10, 12 years ago now when. Uh, the All-Star game went to a tie, I think. They ended up just ending the game because it was going into like extra innings and it's a freaking All-Star game and you don't want to have yeah. to do that. But it, because it meant something, it was a weird scenario with it. So I, I think that, uh, yeah, I, it's a fun weekend, but I, I don't know. I think sort, hockey's sort of the best just by default. Like, I, I mean, honestly, the Pro Bowl, that's everyone like a, could that's, agree the Pro Bowl is the most trash thing. Like, they shouldn't even play that game. And you know game. what? The Pro, they, they, the, the NFL has the, I think that has the most potential to be the best weekend because you could absolutely do great skills competitions. Do a, yeah, a combine do drills. Do combine drills because people they ha- love that Well, that, that's when the NFL was the best is when they had the quarterbacks that could th- we talked about this. Yes. Could throw the longest. You'd have your, they still do some of the accuracy stuff, but I also don't like that they put it in between the Super no. Bowl. Terrible. Terrible. See, yeah, I think I would actually rather see, and I know like for offensive linemen out there and defenders and stuff, like this would kind of negate the point of playing in an all-star game. But I wouldn't actually mind seeing like a seven-on-seven flag football all-star game. It would be awesome. Like a tournament. Like a seven-on-seven tournament. Get your linemen out there. Let them have some fun going and being a receiver. Let them be wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like have them a little more fun. Make it... uh, Yeah, I just think the NFL does it terribly. The NBA all-star game is borderline unwatchable. Correct. So pretty much by default, baseball's right up there. (laughs) You know, so... And I just think the home run derby is gold. I I really do. I mean, you know, call me me crazy. I'll give it. It's fun. I watch it every year. Well, the Rockies, gentlemen have all of one all-star which is required and i was just gonna say if anyone out there isn't aware the mlb does have a rule in place where all teams get at least one uh the the rockies lone all-star cj cron does he deserve it oh yes. or did he just get it because of the the default no 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 see that's actually uh he absolutely deserves it cj cron uh cron right now is second in the mlb and rbis um he is 10th in runs created he is you know uh, up there in home runs i don't know off the top of my head what he is but uh, no his stats you know absolutely play it out um i think he has was yeah he, he has 67 rbis um yeah i have it right here he has he's hitting 292 49 runs, 20 home runs, and 67 RBIs. Yeah, I'd say that's an all-star year. Well, I mean, I guess for normal people, but when they're 38 and 49, 
what sort of value does that bring to a team? I just don't see the value. I understand that they have to have an all-star. I don't really think I, I get it. It's a participation award. You have to let everyone in. You have to make sure every team feels like they've got an all-star right. for marketing purposes. But when you got a team that's 38 and 49, nobody deserves to be an okay, all-star. But, I'm but, so sorry. Okay, I'm so me, sorry to burst your But bubble. let me push back on that a little bit here. This isn't the NBA, Nick Hope. Correct in the NBA, if if you ha- if you are a losing team, you could absolutely make the argument that you shouldn't be an all star. In the MLB, you got you're talking about a roster, a starting lineup of nine players who, and especially if you're not a pitcher, right? All you can do is is bat a few times a game. You're not going to single handedly. I mean, I just said he's tenth in the entire MLB in runs created. He is creating more offense than almost anybody in the league, and that's just not good enough. in In the MLB, you you can't. You can't just have a good hitter. I mean, look at Mike Trout. Right, right. I was just saying that to right, add to that. Look at the Angels. Look they have Trout. arguably two of the best, if not the two best players. So you're gonna in tell the me majors. Mike Trout shouldn't have been an All Star all these years when he's the best player in the world? I think it's different because when you have people in the NBA where you have so much usage and so much time where you have action in regards to the ball, there's five people that that have offense that you have to go through. Do I think Mike Trout's an amazing player? Yeah. Do I necessarily think he'd be awesome on another team? Yeah. Do I think that he is? Like I just don't see this. It's for me. It's apples to oranges He's with the best basketball. player in the world. I mean, it has been for quite some time. It's so yeah, not really I, even debatable. Like, which is fine. That's not the argument. The argument is whether an NBA player that has a, a shitty team should have the same value as a baseball player, where they don't have nearly the same but amount of. Let me ask you this: like that. Can you think of any example in the NBA where the undisputed best player in the entire world is on a losing team? A losing team. Hmm. It doesn't happen. Because- Kobe Kobe Bryant was was on the Lakers for a while when they made the eight seed right when he tore his Achilles. So it's definitely possible to have a really crappy team, uh, but generally speaking, they they propel them. Like Nicole Jokic, right, is right. A, Nicole Jokic is a perfect example of a guy that had nobody and willed them to a six seed. You can't say make the same right, argument right. for Mike Trout. So. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. Is in the NBA, one great player absolutely negates you from losing right in but, the MLB you could have the best player in the world and still lose every single right but player. I still just like, don't th- I just don't think that that you should be able to put I don't think that every pl- team should have a player on oh, the I, agree. I agree I agree, I, agree. I, I agree with that I think I Absolutely. think yeah to say that everyone that's under 500 and especially teams well below 500 have that top caliber talent they don't I mean the Rockies there was years where uh what was that oh, yeah. closer they had for years that kept going Fuentes yeah, Brian Fuentes. Brian Fuentes, and that guy was, in my mind at least, I never thought he was an all-star caliber player. He was okay. He was pretty he, good. He was solid. He was yeah, solid. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, to your point, Nick, the Rockies have certainly had their fair share of those cheese ball all-star participation trophy selections. Participation trophies. And, and I agree, it shouldn't happen, but C.J. Cron is not one of those in this season. In this particular season, he is absolutely performing at a rate that should be all-star. That's all I'm saying. So I'm there. All right, one more point worth noting along with the uh the rockies uh your boy connor kb got a home run let's go he's got hey. one four or four in the last five games Ooh. he is so good wow that guy is, he is on it he should be an all-star 160 million dollar contract well now he's Duh. on the uh and now he's uh don't say it don't say it no Eric. so so now so you know he's been hurt over yeah, and yeah, over yeah, again yeah. he went on the dl or uh, the il sorry we're not saying disabled list anymore it's the injured yeah. list oh is that why they um, changed it co okay, they did yes. got it now so it's the injured list uh then he came back for like a game went right back onto it again uh comes back and 
started playing fire, actually. Like I said, four home runs in five games. It's like, hey, this is what they were at least hoping for when they signed him. Uh, then he gets pulled in the eighth inning for, for spasms for, or for cramps, for muscle cramps. That's tough. And, and then the That's very next tough. day, he's put on the paternity list. What? Yeah. What does that mean? I believe that means you have a new kid. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know, though. I, I, maybe there's like other... I think instances. the gra- I think the grade we gave him. All right, I didn't, but I think the grade that he received among two others on this podcast was a B, B minus. I believe Do we want to retract like, that. I, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to look back. Have to I look believe back. I was in the C range. I don't think we were. I think we were. I don't think we were. I think Jared was in the C range. And I think I was in the B minus range. To be honest, yeah, but, hey, we'll have to uh, but honestly, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and move that grade <laughs> down a whole. I'm, we might just be at an F right now. Yeah, you need to improve your effort in order to pass this class okay yep not gonna even happen. yeah i mean hey look you can't uh you can't Don't earn you can't earn your freaking contract when you can't even find your way onto the field like yeah you know just in and of itself the fact that he can't even find the field right now uh makes it a bad signing so far I mean, absolutely, it does. It does. Uh, you can't. It's tough to watch. If only, tough to read about. If only tough they could have to. looked at his recent history and seen this. So coming. bizarre. If I don't only, get it. If I only. don't get how they miss that. All right, guys, we're gonna move on for the Rockies. I think ten minutes is about all I can handle. It's about nine uh, minutes right too now, much. Right yep. now. Hey, though, okay. I will say we're looking good on the over for the bet. I, th- I still think. I still think we're looking 57 good. Fifty-seven and a half. Uh, no, it was uh, 60, 67 67 and a half. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and I believe that it is. Uh, I, you know, I called it at the beginning of the year that I think that's a good yeah. bet, and I'm still on it so granted i think it's going to end up being like 69 70 71 games uh you know nothing great but hey there you go this is why you listen (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we got a fun game coming here we actually have a couple of different games we're going to play today so we're gonna have a little fun in the you know the spirit of uh the the all-star weekend coming up and frankly we're, we're, we're kind of in the uh, the dog days of, of sports, uh, you know, in, and unless you're a diehard baseball fan, you're probably struggling to come up with any, uh, uh, you know, interest in, in watching any of the current sports. But have no fear. Thrive Fantasy is here. The only thing you need to be interested in a game is a bet. You got to be making bets on these games. And if you use our promo code RED, that's R-E-D, when you sign up with Thrive Fantasy, they will match up to 100 dollars when you deposit it you put in a hundred they give you a hundred on top of that so make sure to check them out they have they're the one of the leaders for daily fantasy sports they focus on player props you can do parlays lots of good stuff on there uh go online thrivefantasy.com or uh download the app everything that i did this weekend guys was was related to thrive fantasy i was betting on the most obscure random things going on in europe and other places uh not very successfully yep naturally but, but you know you got to feel it out sometimes you got to get to know your I, bets and i tend sports. to think it might actually be a good strategy to just find out whatever jared is betting and, and do, the do the opposite do the opposite i think you might win because you might know be like a winning bet a, a successful uh gambler better is is hitting in like the the 60s in the 60 percent range you know i'm probably hitting at about 40 so again if you're if you're betting complete opposite of me yeah you're, you're pretty you're pretty successful. Yeah, I, I believe I, that 60 is a little high by the is way it? okay, it is. okay. Yeah. i think it's more like 56 percent okay. like the top in the world on a minus 110 bet but hey neither here nor there well i mean you know <laughs> i haven't been betting very much recently and i can tell that DraftKings knows because i'm getting tons of profit boosts i'm getting tons of deposit matches all this crazy stuff so might have to get back in oh absolutely yeah all right, had to get that plug in there. It just felt too perfect. It fell right in there. But we are moving on to a game. This is called Snub or No Snub. And this actually has 
nothing to do with sports whatsoever. I figured for a change, we do a little topic non-sports related. So what you guys are going to tell me is I'm going to give you lay out a scenario and, and a person and you're going to tell me, was this person snubbed or were they not snubbed? Did they get what they deserve? Okay. First one, the movie Shawshank Redemption lost the 1995 best picture Forrest Gump. to Forrest Gump. Yeah. Was Shawshank Ooh. snubbed? Snub. Snub. Connor's got snub. Forrest Gump is one of the most overrated movies that I have ever watched in my entire life. I, I, seriously, li- I actually I am like not, Forrest like Gump. I like a lot, I but I, I tend to agree that it's overrated. People make it out like this this great production of a movie, and it's, I don't know, it's pretty straightforward. It, uh, Tom Hanks is awesome in it, but mm-hmm. Shawshank, man, Shawshank is unique in the way it delivers. I mean, it's got twists. It's, oh, it's great. It's got great acting. I'm there with you, Connor. What do you think, Soap? Snub or no snub? It's hard. I, I would definitely... Shawshank is one of my favorite movies. It's, uh, it's a Stephen... It's based off a Stephen King book and for those reasons I love it I feel like it was pretty well done in regards to an adaption to a book but I would say no snub I think it's I think Forrest Gump is really well written it ties in a lot together it's it's hard to say you don't like Forrest Gump uh, what it, what is your reasons like what are your actual reasons that, for is that a, bu- a chocolate it's, that was awful. <laughs> that was, that was awful. You had like a Cajun. Uh, yeah, thing that was I don't awful. even know what that, that was. was like no, it was good. It's like, a, it's like a love story. You know, I feel like that uh, the Academy of, of Motion Picture Sciences, whatever, whatever, uh, I think that they generally go for like dramas. That tends to be something that wins Best Picture, and they tend to do something that is, is based on like a, a t- like a like a period piece seems to be what is always really popular with them. Like King's Speech is another good example of one. I saw King's Speech. I didn't particularly care for it. Won an Academy. So I would say for those reasons, it is not a snub, but I I love Shawshank. All right. Good I, stuff. I, I just that's say you, you asked me my reasons. I said I, I think it's overrated, and that's because I think that probably has the best actor of the entire bunch in there, like the best acting performance, I should say. Not the best actor necessarily, but uh, I think it's overrated because it's kind of like, it, to me, it's just not all that entertaining. I mean, it's like, it's just like kind of a slow draw. There's not really any like crazy surprises. I don't think it was like really deep. I think it tries to be really deep and it like misses the mark for me. Uh, that's all. I, I, I could yeah. definitely say though, these are two movies that it doesn't matter at what point of the movie you flip it on and it's on TV. You can just jump right in. Both and watch movies. It. Is that Both what you movies. said? Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're so good with it. Yeah, okay. Go. Moving on. James Madison who lost out his spot on Mount Rushmore to Teddy Roosevelt. Was James Madison snubbed? No, he was definitely not snubbed. I feel like Teddy Roosevelt had more of an impact in regards to the shape of this country. And also, it is face-wise, Teddy Roosevelt has a very... He has a good face. He has a very uh, recognizable face. I don't know if you've ever been to um, Mount Rushmore. Have either of you been? No, I've seen pictures. Oh, yeah, twice. It's all right. But anyways, in that case, Teddy Roosevelt and Abe Lincoln, immediate spot. I can't say the same for James Madison. So honest, I don't even know what he honestly, looks like. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I, my presidential history is a, a little weak. I did a little bit of looking into both these. But I mean, what did Teddy Roosevelt really do? I know he was a big game hunter, which, you know, I mean, at a time and in a place, that was a big deal. But, you know, I, I, I think that James Madison, he was a part of writing the Constitution, gentlemen. So I mean, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Madison was snubbed. Uh, because he is on the five thousand dollar bill, and the uh, and uh, 
you know, Roosevelt's on the $2 bill. So, See? I mean, there it is. <laughs> Settled. Settled. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's Game fair. over. Teddy that's being fair. on the $2 bill is actually very fitting. I feel like he just has that kind of persona that, that $2 of a $2 bill. I don't even know, by the way, that there was a $5,000 bill. I just looked that up. Oh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> well, Teddy Roosevelt had the had the quote. It's the only thing I know. It says, speak softly and carry a big stick. And for those reasons, Ooh. he was not snubbed. Yeah, if, if anyone he has, was uh, not snubbed. If anyone out there uh, sees or has a $5,000 bill, uh, make sure you send it here to Red Rock Sports. We'll, we'll We'll identify yeah, we'll, it. Yeah, make uh, sure we'll just we'll make sure it's legit, you know, and uh, you know, that's don't bother like giving a goal in life. I just want to get. I want to come <laughs> out of a casino and ask for five thousand dollar bill. Yeah, no, I want those in five thousand. Yeah. thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, two more here, guys. Kanye West. Okay, lost Not out snubbed. best new <laughs> artist in two thousand five to Maroon Five. Snubbed. Change it. Immediate snub. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, well, do we know I the know, album? I don't know the album off the top I of my no head. Idea. I, I, don't, uh, I couldn't tell you a Kanye West album. So that, what? That's a, no, I know. That's insulting to you guys. Okay, so uh, for those reasons, he's snubbed. I'm going to say not snubbed because uh, it just brings joy to my heart every time Kanye loses out on an award what? that he really wants. And so, uh, yeah. No, Kanye. I'm not a Kanye the, fan. I, well, know, I respect I'm Kanye. There. I'm there with you. I have I, some I would, of, that's a what good are we point. talking about? Yeah, this dude like changed music. I just said I respect him. I respect what his, are we talking I respect about? his ability as a musician. Every song that comes on, I'm just like, nah, I don't oh, like the, so uh, I don't like the individual, the person, the, the, the attitude, the ego, everything that goes with Kanye West calling himself a genius and all, all the above. I'm a God. I'm a genius. I don't like it. I don't like him. Has nothing to do with his music. Therefore, so, not or therefore not snubbed. Case closed. He was snubbed for sure. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Kanye West has the best quote of all time when he won his Grammy. He says, "Quote: People were going to ask me what I would do if I didn't win a Grammy." And then he pauses as he's holding his Grammy. He goes, "I guess we'll never know." End quote. <laughs> that's amazing. You're telling <laughs> me that that's amazing. It's amazing. Anyways, okay. snubbed for sure. Maroon Five, good, not great band. Adam Levine. Whatever, Levine. man. He's on the voice. Whatever. Whatever. Who cares, man? Who cares? Nobody cares. Yeah. Okay, one more. The guy's got a busted jump shot, by Sugar. the way. He puts himself, showing himself playing basketball. Dude is trash. <laughs> okay, last one. Kanye West losing out on the 2020 presidential nominee for the Republicans oh, to Donald Trump. Snubbed, for sure. Ooh. Would you have rather seen Kanye as your presidential candidate. I'm going to lightly Trump. step back, Ooh. but uh, I'm going to lightly step back Ooh. from this and, and say, I guess we'll never know. I guess. <laughs> Good answer. I played Good the fifth. answer. Yeah. Uh, no, Jesus, okay. Jared. But just, just for the sake of fun, I mean, let's be honest. The political process as a, like the whole election process is uh, exhausting, I think, for America. You throw in somebody like Kanye, come on. You're telling me that wouldn't make that whole process a lot more entertaining I mean, Donald Trump made it pretty entertaining, but I think Kanye takes it to a whole nother level. I would have loved to see him get that nod. Yeah. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I okay. think, I think okay. both are entertaining. We, we, so, know, we know. know a topic not to touch on future shows. <laughs> yeah. no, no both of them entertain me. Okay. Hey, that's all okay. I can say. Okay. I have no clue. All right. All right. That was good. That was fun. That all right. Was brutal. So, that last one was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Too much Kanye. Just too no, much Not Kanye. too much Kanye. Maybe just a tad too much politics. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess it's time to get <laughs> back to sports, and we're going to jump in. Uh, actually, stay away from the, the local sports. We're going to take a trip around the world of sports. And John Morant says he wishes he could have played in the 80s and 90s. Not only that, 
He says he could have cooked MJ. He wish he would have played in his generation. Yeah. Why? I heard he was like, like just how he, you know, go about the game, you know, just that mindset he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to, you know, play against him. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, this time you're not yeah. saying, I would have cooked him. I would have cooked him, too. <laughs> you would have cooked Michael Jordan? Man, I, nobody got more confidence than 12. <laughs> okay, so John Morant's obviously a very confident man. He, he obviously takes after Kanye. Uh... What are your thoughts on Ja? I mean, we all know he ain't cooking MJ, but what are you guys' thoughts on him? I think he'd give him more of a run for his money than people think. But uh, but no, he's not going to cook MJ. Are you kidding me? Get out of here, Ja. MJ won multiple defensive player of the year. Well, and even even beyond that, like, he can't be saying that. I mean, but but then here's my thoughts on that. I feel like every star in the league right now would feel that they would want to try to do that. And, And there would definitely be a part of each and every one of them that would be like, I think I could get him. What's wrong with what's wrong with throwing an ode up to MJ and say, Nah, man, ain't nobody cooking MJ. You know, I don't know. Except what, LeBron. What is he supposed to say? Is probably my probably, my immediate is my immediate. Right. Answer. It's a bad question. It's, it's a, a horrible question. question by the reporter. Really? They're joking. He's going, huh, huh. She's going, huh. <laughs> so I, I don't know what you're supposed to say if you get asked a question that is so obviously yeah whatever you know, the, the type you know, of question. I've uh, I've seen that quote on Twitter and articles. I've never actually heard the sound clip. After hearing that sound clip, I am much less gung-ho about any opinion on it because in that sound clip, he's clearly kind of like, uh, I'm the most confident. No one's course, more confident right, than 12. Right. Like, whatever. Right? He's just he's messing around, but yeah, All right. whatever. Uh, I don't take much stock into that. Heinz, the ketchup mustard brand, has not renewed their contract uh, with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It will Ooh, now be Heinz called... Lord. Accus- Ac- I can't. I got to try this. Acrisure Stadium. I think it's like a wealth. Accrisure. I think it's a brokerage firm. And just like that's what the the, the Broncos Stadium yeah. is, right? It's, Empower. It's, yeah, so, something like that. But Acrisure Stadium. Is this anything? Because like Heinz Field was probably one of the most recognizable names in fields anymore. And I I know they used to be, you know, back in the day, some of the, the you know the old stadiums kind of had that, you know, like Mile High Endeavor. You know, nah. To it, me, does it matter at all? To me, no. Uh, the only names that should ever be like engraved as semi-permanent are the ones that have nothing to do with sponsors, like Lambo, like Mile High, you know, Soldier Field. Like the, these fields have nothing to do with their sponsors. I think about Soldier Field. I could be wrong on Soldier Field. I don't think it has to do with the sponsor. Um, what do you think the U.S. Army is sponsoring them? Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I know about the other two. I don't know about that one. Uh, no, so no. If it's a if it's a brand name in the first place, you by default in my book cannot be a legendary name. I don't care what you are. So no, I know it's just been there for so long. I mean, Accushire is a little weird, but whatever. Yeah, we'll get used to yeah, it too. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. Okay, Damian Lillard. 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 Lanyard. Dame. We're just gonna call him Dame. He signed a big contract this week with the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, staying home, you know, and there's a lot of uh, media outlets out there criticizing him for this decision. You know, me being here 10 years, giving blood, sweat, and tears to the city and this organization, wearing his uniform um, and doing something that a lot of people think is, is crazy. Is there any motivation for guys in the NBA to stay loyal? Is that a good thing in today's NBA? It was refreshing to hear for sure. I, I know he's based out of that area. Got a lot of family out there. He did make a comment about how winning a title in 
like where he wants to win as opposed to ring chasing like LeBron uh, is super important to him so um, not a hater realistic comment (laughs) Uh, so anyways uh, it didn't bug me and if you paid me 60 million dollars a year I would definitely stay exactly where I'm at so Connor LeBron slight aside, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that for the sake of this comment. You're right. Here. He did not go to Miami I'm to team up with Dwayne you Wade did not and Chris Bosh. You're right. Uh, for a second here. Uh, no, I, I. you know what? I, what they should have added on to the end of that was, yeah, I stayed here. You know, I whatever. His loyalty comments. And so I decided to sit here and fleece him for two years. So now they can't build a roster around me. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he got paid. Let's not mistake. So you guys his, are saying this is all about the money. Hey, no, his, his no, loyalty. No. Was he already bought. had, he already had a four-year contract, I, and they added the extension. I do not. It. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Four-year contract. That's correct. His four-year deal was kicking in this year, and they really okay. Uh, no, I I would definitely not say it's the only thing. No, Dame Lillard has absolutely been on record multiple times saying that he wants to win a championship with Portland, just like Nick said. So no, there's there's something to be said with loyalty. Is it a good thing, like you say? Um, no, you know, I am not one to like put some sort of like virtue signaling. Uh, you know, out there about, oh, these guys are loyal, so therefore they're... Like, I don't care. Like, who am I to sit here and tell somebody that you should turn down an extra $5 million, $8 million, whatever? This whole hometown discount thing, yes, I like it as a fan, but no, I'm not going to put them on any sort of pedestal saying, like, that's good or bad or whatever. It just is what's important to them. I feel like it's it's all relevant in... in different sports is different I think it, it, with basketball they've created this monster this monster is created I look back probably I mean the Lakers have been doing it for decades I mean all the way back to the, the 80s they've been they've been buying teams but you look at the uh, that first Celtics big three that came together that to me is you know when it was Paul Pierce uh, Kevin Garnett and who am I missing there uh, Ray Allen I think that was on it was that is that who I'm getting yeah. right yeah. Um, and that that came together they won a championship and everyone else has sort of tried to recreate that model over and over again it's what the nba is now it's so to me it's actually dumb to be loyal because dame's never gonna win in portland he wants to talk about not chasing a ring well do you want a ring or not because you're not getting it where you're at let's let's not get it twisted here it has been this way for much longer than the boston celtics all right people just want to conveniently forget like they you know talk about the glory days of mj right great player arguably the best of all time not even gonna go there he's amazing Let's not pretend that he didn't also have a Hall of Famer and Scottie Pippen on his team, a Hall of but Famer they, and Dennis they, Rodman they, on his team, they they arguably the best Scott, Scottie Pippen. That, I mean, okay, that's fine. Oh, 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 but it's that, always that's takes, kind of a major point in the crux of your argument, but I, got, but I guess what I'm saying is it takes multiple players like that sure. to win a championship. Like, let's not pretend that it's ever just been like one guy hoisting. I mean, yeah, I guess, but they won not in yeah, a long time. MJ won, a re- well, 2011. Dirk pretty much won it on his own. Yeah, that's true. And... um to that point, Michael Jordan won a title without Dennis Rodman. He had pretty much Scottie Pippen and, and John Paxson. And but Scottie Pippen's a amazing that they that Hall they drafted that they didn't have to yeah, go chase. That's cool. So so you're you're now you like the the Golden State Warriors? Uh, yeah, it's awesome type of championship respect and and the way the Nuggets are trying to do it. Yeah. Right? Dare I say it? it's it's good? I like it. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't really care too much about how it happens. I I guess my point is it takes multiple people to win a championship. It, it takes a village people. It takes more than one person. All right. Okay. Last one. I had to touch on this one because i knew you guys would love it uh my boy baker got the trade Let's go. unfortunately i don't love it i don't love where he ended up in carolina he's he not even gonna start carolina. uh I, I really was hoping he would land in seattle because i felt like with seattle he has the uh 
you know, he has the culture, the locker room around him that he could come in and just be successful in. There's no culture in Carolina. He is going to be a, a dumpster fire there. Now, that being said... He's not even going to he, start, Jared. He definitely will start. That I am confident. <laughs> He's not even but going to But I actually Jared. think... And there's, there's I been, agree with Jared. There's He'll been comments start. out there from, from different people about how good this makes him, whatever. I, I actually truly believe they are a 500 team with Baker. I think he's going to prove to people that he's better than what people are making him right now. What I think the, the biggest issue with Baker Mayfield is, is he never should have been drafted number one overall. He belonged late first, early second. Had they taken him with the first pick in the second round and you saw what you saw to him in his first three years, look at that compared to Drew Locke and tell me that Baker Mayfield isn't a substantial step ahead of Drew Locke. So I think Baker's a solid quarterback. I hope this helps him. I don't know why everyone hates Baker. Baker would have never gone second round, though. There's no universe where Baker goes second round. Un- right. Until, like, a month before the draft, that's where everyone was projecting. Uh, no, that's, 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 that's really incorrect. They, they had him still going first round. I mean, granted, not number one overall. That was a surprise move. But he was still projected to be, you know, third best quarterback in the draft type of guy. Oh, third, no fourth, way. That was that, third, fourth, fourth. That, was that stacked here, class. Me, no, yeah, here's, here's what it was. Okay, so... Uh, they had Baker Mayfield. They had Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson was also in that. And he was definitely – they were all getting drafted in that first round. There yeah. was no way they Baker – I, I can't remember seeing a single mock draft that had him going in the front half of the first round. So you're talking – I can't remember seeing a single one where going, he went uh, to second. That, I agree with Connery. I, I, I believe he was like a top ten. I don't remember the exact. I believe – that was a shock to everyone when, when Cleveland right. took it him. Was, one it was. It was a shock. Everyone saw him going teens or 20s, being that guy, being doing what Lamar Jackson did, who slipped to what? I think 31 or 30, something like that. Well, so I see, I see how being drafted first obviously makes it to where uh, he has talked about so much more than he would have been, okay. right? So, so kind of – we have this microscope on his averageness, but but it is what it is. He's he's an average quarterback. He, he took the Cleveland I mean, freaking Browns to okay. an eleven win season and a playoff. No no win no, Nick mm. Chubb. Two years ago, Nick Chubb took the Browns. He was like a top five quarterback statistically that year, and almost. Did you want to know who's also a top five quarterback statistically? Kirk freaking Cousins. And you know what? And Kirk Cousins sucks. doesn't do take his like team to Kirk. playoff games. Okay, that's what he doesn't well, do. Okay, so. so let me tell you the teams. Uh, the Browns took Baker with the first pick, obviously. The Jets took Sam Darnold. Then it got all the way to Buffalo, Josh Allen, and then it snuck all Wait, the way. Wait, is it Sam Darnold in Carolina? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and then Lamar Jackson went 32nd. One of those teams was going to pick Baker if he did not go first. Why didn't they take Lamar Jackson then? Nobody liked him because he couldn't throw. They tried to put yep. him at receiver. If you remember, they Look, had him at the end the combine running receiver routes. Now, Lamar, if I remember correctly, was the only quarterback of all those that some people were saying he might slide out of the first round. Correct. Like, he was the only one. All the other ones, they were talking about this is the five, like the big five. They're going to all be drafted well, in the first round. I have no evidence to back this up, so I'm not going to keep arguing with you guys over Sam Darnold is going but, to beat okay. out Baker Mayfield. Here's the question I one. want to ask Ooh, you guys. Okay. Spicy. okay, regardless of that opinion, which I think is real spicy there. Sam Darnold is not a good quarterback. They are the same. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are the same quarterback. We'll find out this year. But my question to you is, we're going to go under the assumption, okay, Deshaun Watson gets a six to eight game suspension, okay? We're talking about a third to half of the season, okay? What team wins more games, Carolina or Cleveland? Cleveland. You think Cleveland still gets... I guess where do you see Carolina? 
I don't. Are see you Kane. seeing them like a four, five, six win team? It, it's. It, I think if I think if Sam, you know, the problem is Sam Darnold has such a short leash, especially when you see how last year wound out. Baker will definitely play a little. It's not going to change anything. Robbie Anderson doesn't even want to play with Baker. You know what I mean? So it's. I. I don't. I think it's completely irrelevant. You gave a fifth round quote conditional pick, and you offered to pay half the salary. <laughs> but you can't tell me that was actually not a smart move on Carolina's part. People are kind of ripping them. I don't get that. Why not? Low. Buy low. You're buying low. If he comes in and gives you close to what you saw his first three seasons, you now have bridged yourself until you get that quarterback. You, I think can, that- you basically saved your freaking job and whatever the coach's name. I'm slipping on it right now. He is out if they have another losing I'll, season. I'll put it this way. I would uh, significantly rather have... Teddy Bridgewater be my starting quarterback. No doubt. No then, doubt. Then I would have uh, Baker Mayfield any day. Oh, yep. get out oh, of I would, here, you know, guys. You know who else? Jameis Winston. Okay, I All day, you. every day, I would rather have Jameis Winston. Twice on any, Sundays. Any, Twice on Sundays than Baker. Any analytic, you know, use, use uh, pro football focus. Yeah. Let's look at pro football focus. By the end of the season, Baker Mayfield will be a top 10 quarterback. Oh, wow. Focus. I would bet you anything will on that Will Baker one. Mayfield okay. even start will, all the games? I will bet you on top half top half of the teams. 16. Oh, so now we're back. No, no. Why do I have <laughs> Why am I having to commit? You guys are saying he's worse than Teddy Bridgewater. He's he like the 23rd or 4th. I'll give you to 16. He will be better than half of the starters in the league. $100? $100. I I'm will in. bet you on that. I'm in. I oh, will. Wow. Shaking I right now. Too. Across you the room. Me Let's too? do it. Let's do it. Okay, look at right. wow, it. Look at us. There is, there is Come literally... On. There Get is literally... Here, I, I truly don't <laughs> even think that... Ba- okay, and Baker Mayfield has to play at least the majority of, of the games or you lose. So if he starts, if he, oh, back up, oh, come, back come up. On. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh. so if he if he has to start or okay, play in ten games, yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. has to start okay. or play, uh, nine games. Okay, I'll give nine you, games. I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. I'll give right, you that. Because he can't just play like yeah. three, no, four you. games. But I'm and, saying if we're getting eight a eight game sample and he's up there, whatever. Nine games. I'll give you nine. Give me nine games. But it's funny to me that everyone still is trashing Baker and nobody's tracking trashing Cleveland and the decisions that they're making right now for their franchise. It's, it's, it is wild. Can it's you such a. It's the Brownsest thing I have ever seen a team. The do. most Brownsest. My, Browns. my favorite thing about everything the Browns have done is, in lieu of understanding that they're gonna have their quarterback be suspended, they decided to pay him two million dollars this year. Literally two. So they basically just said, "Hey, we know you're gonna get suspended, meaning you won't get paid, but don't worry, we're only putting two million of your massive contract in the first year." So the Browns are essentially hey. just saying. We are going to still pay you all the money. Hey, props to Deshaun Watson for signing and what the kids say, securing the bag. And it sounds like we're getting closer and closer to hearing this decision on what what the suspension will be for Deshaun Watson. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I I just, for some reason, like I actually personally have nothing against Deshaun Watson. He was one of my favorite players to watch when he was at Clemson. Uh, he's He's a fun guy to watch, but for some reason, I just have this like desire to see this whole situation crash and burn for Cleveland. So I would love to see a situation. It hasn't crashed and burned already. I would love to see a situation where he gets an indefinite suspension where he's out for the whole season it where they now are paying they not bigger. only no money to a quarterback but now you have a, a shit team at this point if Let's there's one takeaway a la drew lock in baker mayfield it's when my quarterback needlessly dances in front of the camera you will not be successful maybe that's a new rule that we have is your is if your quarterback dances or does any sort of wild 
like moves. I don't want any part of so, it. So uh, you stay away. From you me. want to know part of Cam Newton before the Broncos broke him? Yep. Uh, yep. I also yep. do not want any part of Cam Newton. Correct. Look at in his MVP look season. At, yep. Out. He had passed, didn't one, even win. one year. It all came together <laughs> yep. and then it all fell apart. Uh, which yeah. is, by the way, Von Miller ruined that man. Yeah. He did. He did oh, for sure. Yeah, Von. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Von, we're going to move off of, of of the rest of the world. But Von coming out pretty vocally about how he would have just really wanted to play in Dallas, but you know. They, they offered him like a third the money. So, you know, of, of course, you know, I love Naturally. how he just puts Dallas on blast in that. Like, you, money talks. obviously, bro. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. We're going to talk some local sports. Uh, not a whole lot going on. We talked about Little Rockies. We could, but free agency uh, drafts happening in both NBA and the NHL. Uh, we're going to start with the Nuggets, guys. Uh, first and foremost, I want to talk about this trade, okay? We haven't really gotten a chance to, to fully break down this this trade uh, that the Nuggets made, trading Monte Morris and Will Barton, getting back Contavious uh, Caldwell-Pope and Ish Smith. Uh, give me your initial thoughts on it, guys. It's been kind of a up-and-down reaction from, from Nuggets Nation. I hate it less than uh, a lot of people. Uh, it seems like it. Yeah, you're right. Up and down. That's a good way to describe it. There's people that seem to like it, don't like it. The the people that seem to love it, it seems to be stemming from like their irrational anger towards Will Barton. Well, maybe um, not irrational. <laughs> maybe but. not. Maybe. Maybe it's warranted. Uh, hey, man, that's a different conversation. Uh, you know, whether Will Barton's gotten his respect here that he, I think, deserves for many great years or uh, very, very good years uh, with, with the Nuggets. Neither here nor there. I don't mind this move. Um, I am gonna. He- I'm gonna tentatively say I like it. I, I'm gonna say I like it. I think that uh, an upgrade in terms of the uh, perimeter defense and that starting unit is definitely something this team needed. They didn't need Will Barton uh, ISO play the ability to you know create shots off the dribble. We don't really need that when you have Nikola Jokic. Hopefully, fingers crossed, right? You have Jamal Murray, you have MPJ, uh, you have Slashers and Aaron Gordon. What you really need is more of a guy that can that can play perimeter defense, right? Play play uh, good defense, knock down a couple open threes. I think he shot. I think KCP shot like forty one percent last year, uh, something around there. You know, granted, he was only shooting like five shot five threes a game, something like that. So it's not like he's a sharpshooter that's just draining tons of threes. But that's what we need. I, you know, I, I don't hate on the move. Uh, this absolutely uh, puts a lot of pressure on Bones Highland. That's what this move does. Because Monte Morris, as, as Nick has said on this show, I've said on this show, you know, and this is not breaking news. Everyone, a lot of people who follow Nuggets get this. He was like the ideal backup point guard. And by moving on from him, you are saying that... Yes, we think Bones Highland is that guy. He is ready for it. He can handle... We're going to give him the keys to the car and run. I think this puts a lot of pressure on Bones Highland, is what I think. And as long as you can uh, sell me that Bones Highland is going to keep taking those steps forward, uh, then I think, yeah, this is this is a good move for the Nuggets. All right, so Connor says he likes it, but he was leaving himself some wiggle room. Yeah, as he does. Metal. As he does. I'll lure you out with it, so... You know, I initially didn't like it. I'm a big Monte Morris fan. Connor pretty much nailed... You pretty much nailed it. I think you sacrifice offense for defense. I think Ish Smith is pretty he's just sort of like a contract matcher i don't think he's going to get much run uh i would say that it 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 seems like calvin booth is pretty pretty big on defense i don't really know how many times Connolly with the nuggets granted he's willing to trade the farm for rudy gobert 
with the Wolves. That said, I don't know how many times Tim Connolly traded for, with the exception of Aaron Gordon, many like vets, many many role playing right, vets. Right. So I don't I don't really know. I I think I like it. It's hard to say. I I think it's again Connor nailed it. You give bones the the keys to the castle and and uh, and let him run. I don't know if obviously he'll start. I I think more of a, a bench role for him. For sure, but obviously they like what they see in practice. They like how his offseason is going to make the move. So, yeah, and I think what I look at and I like about it, and I am a big fan of this move actually, is that I just think KCP is an obvious upgrade just about across the board on Will Barton. And so, not only is he better in just about every facet, but not he's a, a better creating. fit. He's a better fit. We don't need a shot creator, right? I, I agree. And that's I think, where I, I think I agree, that but not fits better, better across the board. That I don't fits know better with what with what they need on this team. And I think this is a strategic move to build this starting lineup to be dominant. And I look at the starting lineup, and you can really play against any team now. They can defend well. On the forwards, on the guards. They also have plenty of scoring if they get everyone healthy back. So I like it in that sense. I also, honestly, on a personal level, you mentioned you're a big fan of Monte Morris. I love this for Monte Morris because he's now an obvious starter somewhere. He's, uh, I believe, in a contract year. Um, so I think he's got an opportunity to, to do something. Whereas, honestly, he may have, if, if, uh, you get Bones Highland progressing as the Nuggets hope that he does this year. It, Monte Morris may be your third point guard by the end of the year. I think with I, I think the ultimate takeaway for all Nuggets fans, regardless of how big of a fan you were, everyone is a breathing a sigh of relief that with four seconds left on the shot clock, Will Barton will not be chucking will a not. fadeaway elbow shot. <laughs> yeah, we could all and, get behind that. And uh no, no, no doubt. I, I will say though, was, Nick was uh, saying I was being a little hesitant on the fact. I will say this is the only thing that gives me pause about this trade. I like the fit. I like everything about it. So I don't mean to say that I was hesitating on my take there. I like it. I think it's a good fit. My one hesitation is something very different than just basketball related. Uh, so Wes Unsell Jr., obviously the coach for the Wizards, was a Nuggets assistant coach for a long time. He goes there. He tries to implement the Nuggets culture day one, right? The the it's all about the name on the the front of the jersey, not the back. It's all about team. You do your role and like and you be happy about it. Be happy for your teammates. You don't need to take the shots, right? Like that's like Nuggets culture that has been built over time. Wes Unseld tried to kind of microwave that in in Washington. And I will say there was an instance uh, that I was, you know, reading about uh, reports on in the news where KCP was visibly arguing during a game uh, with assistant coaches in the tunnel, like irate because he's not getting enough shots. Well, his team also um, sucked. Right. And that's so, what I was going to say. That's a very different culture here. Uh, I, I think that makes such a difference in, in how a guy comes into a culture uh, differently. You guys ever heard this is a management thing that I learned, okay? It, the 80-10-10 rule, okay? In any given situation, 10% of people always overachievers. 10% of people always underachievers. 80% of people will be swayed. If everyone else is doing, working hard, everyone else, will, you'll work hard with them. If if you don't have that right culture, everybody so, so you falls would, into so it. So you would say it's, uh, it's so I guess, I guess what I was getting at is that there's a potential in my mind that, hey, if he wasn't working out in the culture that Wes Unseld was trying to build, which is the Nuggets culture, like that's the culture that he is modeling off of. 
and KCP was butting heads with that culture. Do you think it, so? You're just saying you think it's different in an already established yes, culture. That's exactly right? what I'm saying. Yeah, so this because is like, it's already there, and he's coming in as a single person coming into a culture mm. that's already established. So, so this is he falls. So this in line. is like Hopefully the uh, he falls in line, right? So so you're saying it's kind of like the Josh McDaniels try, or or a million other yes. coaches trying to just implement the Belichick exactly, culture exactly. day one, and it, it has just doesn't to, work like that. Yes, it has to happen organically. You have to. It takes time. And granted, but, I like Wes Unsell Jr. Much more than I, so I don't mean to like make that comparison, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, I follow you. So that's the obvious big move. Uh, Nuggets have made a couple other moves, and guys add into this if I've missed anything. I know the two main ones that I've seen uh, free agents that they've brought in uh, signed guard Bruce Brown. Uh, which has been pretty well received by Love Nugget it. Station. I'm Love really happy it. about that move. Sounds like you guys are as well. Uh, the other one, uh, I, 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 I don't get it. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, this just seems like there's a lot of guys out there that, that could have maybe been a better fit and a better uh, person to bring I in. I mean, like who? Uh, I, I honestly, okay. I'd have to look it up here, but uh, I just, it's more, it's less about who's out there and more that like DeAndre Jordan's pretty washed up, man. And I, I, I don't see I necessarily him having an impact on this roster. I don't know why you make that signing. I think for me, I think you make the DeAndre Jordan signing more for defense. I think you have a little bit more stability and you know what you're getting with your backup center, power forward, whatever you place him at. I don't know how he necessarily fits from an offensive perspective, so it'll be interesting to see Malone twiddle with the lineup and see what happens. I don't hate it. I love the Bruce Brown signing. That guy's a utility player. Bring you good minutes. I, I'll i be interested. I, 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 I didn't hate it when I saw DeAndre Jordan. I thought more defense, team guy, uh, a guy that play, plays his position he's, well. He's, he's won championships, correct? So I think he's got, at least he's been there. You know, he's, he's got some experience. Uh, I don't know if specifically you're giving me a look like I might be totally wrong on that, <laughs> but I, I, for some reason, was thinking he had won at least one. Uh, but, but, but anyways, you're, you, you, like you mentioned, he's a, he's a veteran presence. Uh, in-house moves, obviously. Do you know how much we're playing DeAndre Jordan? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Could you look that up, Nick, real quick? Yeah, I'll take a look. Uh, um, right. But yeah, DeAndre Jordan played for the Clippers for a long time, and I think they made it to a couple Western Conference finals. Okay. Oh, he was part of that. Uh, what do they call him? The the what do they call him? The uh, Lob City. Yeah, Lob City. He was part of Lob City. Uh, but yeah, I no, I agree. DeAndre Jordan's. I mean, he's washed he, up. He, he's not. But I, you know, I don't think you're really paying him to be. Uh, and then he's uh, your backup center. He's the only guy that's coming in for Jokic, pretty much. Mm, but sort of. I mean, he's going to be coming in for Jokic. So one at year. Times. One year. Two point nine. Million. I can live with that. Okay. I can swallow. So, so essentially, the Nuggets went with if they wanted to get a backup center, okay, with their with their uh, ta- uh, yeah, with the exemption. I I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the taxpayer exemption. I can't remember what it's no traded player exemption. That's it. I was it. gonna say if there's a taxpayer exemption, I'm gonna look into. <laughs> that. Sorry, it's it's traded uh, <laughs> traded player exemption. It's for trading Jamichael Green, right? right? So the Nuggets had 8.2 million to spend. Uh, here's the players that like they could have gone after in that realm, right? Zach Collins, uh, Zubak, Jackson Hayes, Alex Len. Boban Marjanovic, uh, Goga, I don't know this one. Nick, maybe you can help me. Goga Batadze. I'd have to look at it. Um, Dayron Sharp, Willie Hernan Gomez, Tony Bradley. So when you're looking at these $8 million centers, right, you're not really looking at a great list, right? So what they, what I believe they decided to do instead was get Bruce Brown, right? They they decided to to spend that money on Bruce Brown, which I like a lot more. I, you know, I don't. I think what the Nuggets are going to try and do this year is they're going to try to play with Jeff Green as their center 
in a lot of games. I, I really believe that. I, I think that uh, DeAndre Jordan is more of a player that is kind of going to play that role that um, uh, JaVel McGee played. Sure. Uh, where you're not going to play every game far from it, but you kind of come in there. If if a team's going to throw a lot of size at you, you really need someone to be physical, protect the rim. And if that's what they signed him for, then I'm okay with it. If, if you're just signing him as a, as a rim protector that's going to play in you know, 15, 20% of games, you know, then I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it at that number. Not a hater. All right. A couple of the in-house moves. Uh, the big one, obviously si- signing the big man, Nicole Yogic to the Supermax five-year, $260 million contract. The largest in NBA history. Well-deserved for Nicole Jokic. Obviously that one was a no-brainer. Uh, they did also re-sign uh, Davon Reed and Vlatko Kankar to, uh, permanent full-time contracts now. I think they were both two-way guys last year, weren't they? Uh, Vladko was not. He was not. Okay. But I, he was, uh, I believe he was a restricted free agent. Okay. So basically, minimal moves, honestly, on, on that end. But Yeah, but Chanchar is the Jokic whisperer, as they Ooh. call him. Uh, no, honestly, he has such a great relationship with Jokic, Chanchar does. And he absolutely... Uh, I think that's a good move. It's a good move for the Nuggets. He is a like the textbook definition of someone who has accepted their role, right? Like he's there when you need him and he's saw he's not bad. He, he's not a bad player. He's has such a great relationship with Jokic. Sometimes you got to keep some of these guys around just to keep that culture in. You know what I mean? That's a culture move. Culture. Jerry. We talked about culture mm-hmm. and I think that's important. Now, I'm sorry. Were you going to say, nope, is there go another ahead, move? Go ahead. Nope. I just want to say one thing about the nuggets. Uh, have you guys been watching any of the summer league? Yeah. Nuggets. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we got it wrong the other day. I, th- I believe it's Christian Brown, not Braun. I believe oh, it's Christian yeah. Brown. Um, the play that Christian Brown and also Peyton Watson have had have been pretty encouraging. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pretty encouraging. Beat, beat, beat. Back it up. Well, come on, Connor. It is what? Two games, three games into the summer league. Okay, let's just let's relax. Well, okay. I, I, I will back up for one one second here. Start of the week. Start of the week. Start of the week. All right. So I said it was encouraging signs. Okay, I get it, right? But this is summer league. Let's not forget Peyton Watson's three points per game at UCLA last season is the lowest point per game total ever for a first round pick in the NBA. That's promising. That has never happened. No one has ever averaged that low of points and was a first round pick in the NBA. That's so, actually crazy to me because I know like Kentucky, there was a few years where they had like seven guys drafted in the first round, you know? I right, mean, yeah, you like, think, think, so it is pretty crazy and that, you know, that is according to ESPN Bobby Marks. Uh, I will just throw that out there. Uh, I haven't physically gone through and stat checked him on every single you're week. You're on the spot now, Bobby Marks. I hope uh, you're in But, but right. according to Bobby Marks, that, that is what it is. And so, uh, you know, so yes, let's pump the brakes a little bit, right? Obviously, Peyton Watson's not a guy that you're, you're even expecting to play at all in the NBA for at least two seasons, probably, right? So when I say that, I am not like, yeah, Peyton, Peyton Watson, he's going to be a difference. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that, Jared. All right, don't let's. Not, you, it kind of sounded like that's where you're going. Uh, no, but but I've just seen some encouraging signs. He he's made a couple really athletic blocks, played some pretty decent defense, um, and I kind of like what I see a little. I, I see some potential there. Now, the more impactful one that I like is is Christian Brown. He is playing really well, and I know it's summer league. I know, but 
I, I okay. I did not. I, I will say I'll be the first to admit I did not watch a lot of Jayhawks basketball. Uh, I really did. I, you know, I watched them in the tournament, right? I'm like a lot of listeners out there. I, I'll, I'll watch the tournament. I'll watch a ton of them. But other than that, I kind of just watch CU uh, in terms of college basketball. I'll watch a couple of the big matchups here and there, right? Um, but so I didn't really know much about this guy. This dude is freaking athletic. He can jump out the gym. Uh, he is making tomahawk dunks. He is getting alley-oops. I mean, reaching way up and slamming him down. Uh, he is staying with guys. I, I believe there is a, uh, there's a video out there on Twitter that you can go look up where he is guarding up um, Jamal Murray. And granted, this is practice. I know, I know. But hey, this is the offseason. What We're can we do, right? Practice. What can we do other than overreact to practice? Uh, but, you know, there was a couple times where he shut down Jamal Murray. Now, granted, Jamal Murray looking great, got him back, you know, crossed him up, hit a fadeaway jumper right in his face. Uh, but I don't know, man. I just like what I see from these guys so far. And I kind of think that Christian Brown might be able to contribute as early as this year. I really believe that. So you mentioned Jamal Murray and I, I heard something. I, I, I think it was Michael Malone that said it. It might've been Murray himself that commented on how this last week or two is the first time Jamal Murray actually played real legit five on five basketball. Five on five, four, you know what four. that tells me? I, I realized something. Everything last year was about selling tickets. That is the only reason the Nuggets kept saying, well, they might come back, they might come back, they might come back. There, there was never, never any chance. If, he, if it took him all the way till June, July to even be playing five on five, he was never going to suit up for the Nuggets last year. See, I, I disagree. I disagree because uh, obviously, okay, by that logic, right, like, they wouldn't have said that in the playoffs, right? I mean, I guess you could make the argument that maybe it was also for like the mind games. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you feel like it was for mind games, or you you straight up think? It but was to selling sell tickets, tickets the, well, the Nuggets were selling go tickets. Go ahead, Jared. Every, every, everyone's gonna gonna have to contribute on that, right? Because it is you, you're selling tickets, you're getting people to show up. But yeah, it's absolutely playing the mind games. I said that at the time. I still believe that now. That's why Michael Malone kept putting that out there. That you know, why not? If you could ever get an edge on somebody, if you could ever sell more tickets, I get it. But that pisses me off as a fan, man. Just be straight up. I should have known. I don't think it has to do with the the selling of the tickets. Oh, they, I think you're. Out there nope, in uh, the nope, stratosphere nope. with that one, uh, I think it's, they sold a lot more. I, I think it's much more that they just legitimately didn't know because they were in this weird situation where the doctors cleared. You know, I mean, that's uh, at the end of the day, that's what happened. The doctors cleared Jamal Murray for full contact, everything you want to do, right? And the team's sitting there like, well, we're kind of trying to go on a, a playoff run here, right? We're not going to close the door unless Jamal Murray tells us specifically that we're going to close the door. So I think it was just kind of in this in a gray area where like legitimately it's like he was cleared, but like he wasn't sure if he was going to play. The team wasn't sure if they were going to play. So they just kind of took it a day at a time. And then when the season ended, they're like, well... We're not going to just go rush you. First of all, there are no Wait, organized. You, you there mean are no to tell me? Team. You mean to tell me that players, injured players, feel pressured to play when they shouldn't during a season? Because I seem to remember you guys telling me I was crazy for saying the Nuggets were trying to pressure him back. Yeah, on you the were. Court. You were crazy. Yep. Yeah. But, so why does he take? <laughs> why does he take two months off after no, the season? Because uh, it's, it's, it's NBA. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I just think in the NBA, if you say that it's going to be three to six weeks, it's like five to eight. 
That's what I think. And I think even though you're cleared back, basketball, as with every sport, major confidence, but I think there's so much more in regards to movement, in regards to structure, as opposed to not not even not even sliding baseball. I just think with baseball, if you're able to do the moves, you're able to do the mechanics. Leg injuries in basketball, there's so much back and forth twitch, you know, quick twitch movements. Uh, but no, the re- uh, that's a good point, Nick. But in my opinion, the, you asked why it took him so long after. Because the NBA season's over. And there are no more team-oriented drills. Do you see Nikola Jokic right now going five-on-five? Five? No, you don't. You don't see the stars in the oh, NBA. Oh, oh. You don't see that. MVP don't need to be doing uh, no you don't. Five. You He's don't, dancing no. in Serbia right That's now. Right. I don't know That's if you guys right. saw that video. Yeah. Name me one other max-level player who was playing five-on-five five when the season ended. There's no need. But you're telling me There's that no you're need. not going I mean, out they, and they doing They play. They run. Yeah, they're, they're all buddies. This is a, a fraternity within the NBA. You're telling me these guys aren't getting together yeah. a few weeks after the season and playing games? I don't buy that for a second, but maybe a few weeks after the season. But I guess, I guess my point is that, you know, when you're coming back from an injury, right? The, the season's over. There's no need to be like, okay, the season's over. Like, first of all, that'd be a terrible PR nosedive. Like, he didn't play in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, you're going to just like let him play full <laughs> five on five <laughs> one week later. <laughs> like, no, that is a terrible PR move anyways. Uh, but no, I, I think this is about when you would have expected him to come back and start playing five hey, on five. I'm, I just I'm thought exci- it was I'm an interesting comment to make. That's all. I thought it was an interesting comment to come out and make when they were talking so much about how did, he was ready to go. Did you see MPJ's comment? No, I did not. Uh, I, I could be wrong on where it was. I think it was, I want to say NBA tonight, but I can't, I honestly don't know. But he made a public appearance uh, and, and a public quote that said, at this point, I'm feeling 100%. And I'm That's ready a, to get that, back to you it. You don't say that. That's what he know? said. That's what he said. Those are cursed statements, okay? Oh, come on. Cursed statements. Yeah. All right. Okay. Before we move on, before we get out of here, guys, I promised one more game. We're going to have a fun one here. Uh, Nick, get ready to to cue the music here, but I want to explain the rules here real quick first. Okay. So this is star or all star. Okay. So this is either a star within the universe or galaxy or, or wherever. I can't tell you exactly where they are. Or it's the last name of a former all star. Okay. So you guys got to tell me star or all star. Any sport. Mm, Okay. I think. Nope, only baseball. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I put a lot of homework into this, guys. <laughs> I've read this once already. Uh, okay, first one. Deneb. Oh, obviously, MLB. Galaxy. It is a galaxy. It is a star. It is the mm. first magnitude star in the constellation of Cygnus. I may the force be with you. We all know where that is. Uh, next one. Alcor. MLB. MLB. Negative. That is also a star. It is one of the stars in the Big Dipper. Oh, wow. Excellent. Next one. Bartlett. MLB. Bartlett, MLB. That is MLB. That is Jason Bartlett from the Tampa Bay Rays. Shortstop, 2009 All-Star. Jeanette. MLB. MLB. You are correct. That is Scooter Jeanette. Of ah, the scooter. Cincinnati Reds, the Reds second you know. baseman from 2018. Drop bombs. Nagel. MLB. I feel like you're trying to trick us, but I, I, you know what? I always overthink myself, so I'm going to go MLB. Yeah. Danny, Danny Nagel. Nagel. Danny Nagel. <laughs> uh, actually, for the Braves. I thought he got there for a Rockies, but we have him down for the Braves. Braves? Yeah, no, that, that, okay. that makes sense. Okay. Okay. I played cards with the guys. Uh, He's a nice guy. Okay, last one. <laughs> last one on the list here. Ogando. Ogando, MLB. Uh, star. That is MLB. All right. That was Alexi Ogando 
Rangers pitcher from 2011. I didn't keep score. I'm going to say everyone's winners on today's well, show. I got 100% okay. and he missed that last everyone's one. So winner. Everyone's winner. I was the winner. Everyone's winners on this I show. I was the winner. All right, guys, we ran but a I little much, much like the MLB, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody I got a bigger trophy. gets a participation uh-huh. trophy. All right, guys, we ran a little bit long today. We didn't get to talk any avalanche. We will touch on that next week. I know they made the trades. They had a draft, some free agent moves, but that's really just getting started. We're very fresh into that period for hockey, so we'll touch on Avalanche next week. Make sure you guys tune in each and every week. We record Tuesdays, release on Wednesdays, and find us on Twitter at Red Rock Sports One. For Connor and Nick, I'm Jared. Thanks for tuning in.